Welcome to the Mindset, Money, and Magic podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Martinez, and I'm a mindset and manifestation coach who is here to help you create a life that you once thought was impossible. Each week, we'll be having deep conversations around how to upgrade your mindset, break free from your own fear and limitations, and tap into your inner magic. If you're into topics like spirituality, mindset, manifestation, and money, you're in the right place. Thank you for listening, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindset, Money, and Magic podcast. I am so excited to talk about this topic today because today I'm going to be sharing all of my favorite rituals to infuse manifestation into your daily life. And I'm also going to be talking about something that is a little bit controversial that I see a lot in the spiritual community and the wellness community. So let's just dive right in. And we're going to start off hot with what I see spread around online everywhere, which is to change your morning and change your life. I do not agree with that. And while I 100% love and recommend you create a morning routine, manifestation is more than creating a morning routine and being mindful for an hour. And I am a morning routine girl. Like I have morning routines some days that are two hours long. I love me a good morning routine. But in the beginning of my journey, I felt so discouraged because I had this long as fuck morning routine. And the same morning routine that I use now is pretty much the same morning routine that I had then. The only difference is back then, I was pretty strict with my morning routine. Like if I wanted to read, do EFT, meditation, I had to do all of those things. I had an all or nothing mentality. And now I pretty much go with the flow, like whatever feels good, that's what I'm going to do. So some mornings, my morning routine is two hours long. Some mornings, my morning routine is five minutes long. Some mornings, I literally just get out, get out of bed and that is my morning routine. But I still had this morning routine. I kept consistent with this morning routine over, I would say, at least six months. Yet nothing changed in my reality. I did what everybody told me to do, which was to create a morning routine, create an evening routine. Yet I did this consistently and nothing manifested. I felt like my reality was exactly the same. I was journaling. I was doing future self journaling. I was visualizing. I was doing literally everything I was being told by everybody online yet it was not working. But here's the thing. Manifestation is not something that you do the hour after you wake up and then the hour before you go to bed and you think to yourself, oh, I just manifested today. That is not how manifestation works because manifestation is something that is always happening. We can either consciously become aware of it and use it intentionally to manifest what we want or we can just let our unconscious keep running the show blindly and keep bringing us back to the same old life. Manifestation is something that should be infused into your daily life through rituals because what is a morning routine going to do if you're spending one hour a day being mindful, being high vibe, having positive thoughts, and then we spend the rest of the day complaining about how our life sucks, how our job sucks, how our managers suck, and just complaining about how life sucks and how life isn't working for us and how our manifestations aren't coming and manifestation might not even be real and Just keep putting ourselves in this negative state of mind. We're having negative self-talk about ourselves. We're gossiping. We're complaining. We're consuming content that is not in alignment with our highest self. And then we wonder why our manifestations aren't coming through. It's because we're spending most of our day attracting what it is that we do not want in our lives. Like, okay, yes, we can have this perfect morning routine, this long morning routine that really connects us to our manifestations for an hour. But if you're spending the rest of the day scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on TikTok, 
complaining, consuming negative content, and begging for someone to just come and save you, that's what you're going to keep attracting. And that is the exact issue that I had when I first started my morning routine was that I spent the rest of the day still feeling like I was in shackles, still feeling like I was a victim, still feeling like life was happening to me instead of for me, and not honoring my emotional needs and keeping myself in shackles and numbing myself from feeling what it is that I need to feel so that I can release myself from the shackles of all of the things that are holding me back. If we think about it, on average, most of us are should be sleeping for eight hours a night. So we're up for 16 hours a day and we spend about maybe an hour or two on our morning routine. What about the other 14 hours of the day? We're still putting a majority of our time focusing and expanding the life that we don't want to create for ourselves if we do not create rituals throughout our day and infuse manifestation in our daily life to actually bring these manifestations into fruition. Another thing I want to mention before we get into all the juicy stuff is to release the all or nothing mentality because I know there is someone out there who thinks that they need to do a million things within the morning, within their evening routine, and within the day to manifest their desires. And if you believe that you need to do so much, you're already putting pressure on your desires because on the days that you honor your own needs and you allow for rest and you maybe want to change up your morning routine, you're going to start to beat yourself up and not allow yourself to rest, not allow yourself to go with the ebbs and flows of life and change your morning routine up to work for you because that's how the morning routine should be. It shouldn't feel like a chore. It shouldn't feel like something that you take off your to-do list. It should be something that is working with you to connect you to your desires. And let's not forget that embodiment is key and that version of you, the rich and that bitch version of me which is what I call my future self, is not spending hours of my entire day putting pressure on a million things that I need to do to manifest these things into reality. They are going with the flow, creating routines that feel good, and doing it intuitively because that's what I do right now. I do things intuitively. Some mornings I read, some mornings I don't. Most mornings I don't journal, some mornings I do. Most mornings I'm visualizing, but if there's one day that I want to allow myself to rest and I don't do anything in my morning routine besides maybe a couple of deep breaths and a prayer and showing the universe gratitude for being alive, that's okay too. And to circle back to complaining and how we spend a lot of our time complaining, I want you to recognize that complaining isn't going to change anything. And I want you to ask yourself how many times you have complained about something and the situation changed. I bet you cannot think of a single time. How many times have you complained about your life sucking and then your life completely did a 180 and now you're living your dream reality? How many times have you manifested amazing things while complaining? Probably none. Complaining that you never have enough money, complaining about yourself and how you look and having negative self-talk is not going to make you a millionaire. It's not going to make you feel confident. Complaining and keeping yourself shackled to your reality is not going to do anything. And if you want to keep living the same life, the same boring, predictable, unfulfilling and draining life, then keep doing the same thing because doing the same thing over and over again that you know isn't serving you is going to give you the same exact results every single time until you decide that you are going to change the narrative, until you decide that you are going to stop complaining and you are going to do something about it. 
And listen, I am not 100% perfect with this because I find myself complaining about my reality on occasion. But the difference between spending all of my time ruminating on the things that I hate about my life and the things that are not working out for me versus what I do now, which is being aware that, okay, I am feeling this right now. I'm going to feel this. I'm going to journal. I'm going to shake, dance, sing, meditate, whatever I need to do. And then move on because what is the point of continuing to ruminate on the same situation over and over and over and over again? Too often we stay stuck because we allow ourselves to. When we experience something that we consider as inconvenient, we will allow it to consume our entire day even after we found a resolution to the issue. And this applies to trauma as well because I have 100% been guilty of ruminating on the same issues over and over again and thinking about the same scenarios over and over again. Thinking of all the ways that it should happen, thinking about all the ways that people should have acted different, thinking about all the ways that I somehow could have prevented it. But why waste your time and energy when those things already happened? They already happened the way that they did. And there's nothing no one else, including you, can do to change what happened. And if you were the same person that you were in that moment, in that specific situation, if you can go back in time, everything would have happened exactly how it did. You would have reacted the way that you did. They would have reacted the way that they did. And if you are someone who also experienced a situation that you felt like happened to you, remember that that took a lot of energy away from you. And by ruminating on it, all you are doing is giving more energy, more power to the person, place, or thing who is making you feel that way to begin with. You're going to continue to give your power to people who never even asked for it. And you're continue to put yourself into victim mode. Wow, I feel like we went into a lot of little rants that I was not anticipating, but I think they were good. They came very intuitively, and I know someone out there needed to hear it. So let's get right into all the juicy rituals. Ritual number one is gratitude, and I have not been 100% perfect with this because even right now in my life, I feel like I'm not satisfied with a lot of the areas of my life, and I'm sure that's a reality for a lot of people in this space. But even when life feels like it's falling apart, there is still so much to be grateful for. The job that you hate is giving you an opportunity to get clear on what it is that you do not want by knowing what it is that you don't want. The pattern in your life, whether it feels like you keep attracting the same type of partner or maybe have a belief that all relationships fail, is the universe giving you an opportunity to realize what you don't want and focus on what you do want? Focus on getting clear on what it is you do want. And if you're one of those people who resist shifting to gratitude, focus on the areas of your life that have an overflow. All of us have something in overflow. Some of us have money. Some of us have love. Maybe it's friends, joy, happiness. And even if you don't have those things, there is one thing that no matter what our circumstances are, that we have an abundance of. We all have an abundance of air. If you're listening to this, you probably have a home, you probably have food, you probably have water, and have all the bare minimum necessities needed to survive in this human experience. And if you have everything that you need, bare minimum, to survive, that is something to be grateful for. Because if you cannot be grateful for the things that the universe has given you, how can you expect to ask the universe for more and the universe be receptive? The universe is not going to want to give you more because the universe did give you something. 
And now the universe feels taken advantage of. My favorite and easy way to show gratitude is to start your day off with a morning prayer and tell yourself out loud, I am so grateful to have awoken up today. I am so grateful for the abundance of air that keeps me alive. I am so grateful that I woke up today because it means that I still have a purpose. I am so grateful because every morning I wake up means I am one step closer to being in my dream reality. Ritual number two is to use the five minutes before bed and after waking up to reprogram your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the most wide open and receptive during these times. And you've probably already experienced this before where you are stressing and thinking about something that happened right before you go to bed. And then you wake up feeling that anxious and stressed feeling all over again. Or when you wake up and you're scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on TikTok, and then you find yourself all day scrolling on TikTok and scrolling through Instagram. Or even when it comes to doing things before you go to bed, it even affects your dreaming because more times than not, I have went to bed feeling anxious and stressed. And then the exact thing that I'm anxious and stressed about somehow appears in my dream. So it is so important to be intentional with this time because it can either reinforce the beliefs that you already have that are no longer serving you and and are not in alignment with your highest self, or they can reprogram your subconscious mind if used intentionally and you can create an entirely new reality for yourself. Also, I swear we are going to talk about like visualization and future self journaling and how to do it. So stay tuned for that because I am not going to leave you hanging on how to do that properly. Ritual number three is visualization. The subconscious mind does not understand the difference between what is real and what is imagined, which is why visualization is so damn powerful. And I do a visualization hypnosis every single morning. And each time you visualize, you are pretty much sealing the deal about your manifestations already being in your reality. And when your subconscious mind already believes that your desires are in your reality, the universe has no choice but to give you exactly what it is that you want visualization has definitely been one of my non-negotiables and like I talked about in the beginning of the episode I definitely create my morning routine intentionally and create it to feel good so sometimes it's long sometimes it's short but on the days that I condense my morning routine to just be a few minutes long visualization is always my number one tool just because of how potent it is for manifestation Ritual number four is infusing your water with intention and this can be applied to your drinking water but how I have used it in the past is for when I take a shower and water can hold energy and store intentions which I've never consistently used it to infuse my drinking water but all you have to do is hold your water speak your affirmations and intentions into it while mentally visualizing yourself infusing the energy that you want to feel into your water. Like I said, I love to do this in the shower. I use it to call in more money. And the way that I do it is I just, when I'm taking a shower, I close my eyes and visualize the shower head like literally spewing out money and just raining money on me. Ritual number five is to take a cold shower. And if you're following me on Instagram or maybe if you're not, and if you aren't, go follow me on there because we just started a 15-day cold shower challenge on stories. And at the time of this recording, it'll be like two days ago so we'll be on day three on the Friday that this podcast drops and it is not too late to join because it is so much better to get the effects of doing it for six days 
or 10 days or two days than not joining at all. So I do invite you to join. As long as you're listening to this before December 20th, it is not too late. Come join us. I promise it's going to be life-changing. But I have been loving this tool lately and cold showers activate our vagus nerve. And when our vagus nerve is activated, our nervous system heals, our nervous system regulates, and it gets our bodies out of fight or flight because a lot of us are in a chronic state of fight or flight our entire lives and really don't realize how much energy our body is wasting. I mean, think about it like this, like our bodies are constantly thinking that we are being chased by a bear. But imagine if we consciously thought that we are being chased by a bear 24-7. That is how our bodies feel when we are in a chronic state of fight or flight. Our body is taking energy away from critical bodily functions because we constantly think that we are getting chased by a bear. And the only thing you need to do when a bear is running after you is to run. And our bodies are smart. Our bodies know how to turn off certain functions and how to amp up other functions. A lot of us are feeling so mentally and physically exhausted and feel like we cannot shift our realities because regulating our nervous system is the bridge to start consciously manifesting our own reality. When the triggering belief comes up, and it will even after it is completely cleared, regulating our nervous system is what is going to allow us to remove the charging energy behind the trigger. It's going to allow you to neutralize the feeling and look at the belief more objectively and realize, wow, that belief isn't even serving me. Regulating your nervous system is going to allow you to look at a belief and realize, wow, that's not even true. I took this belief on because somebody in my life told me that that's just how things are and I took that as truth and once we move through and neutralize the belief they no longer bother us they no longer affect us they can no longer keep us shackled then we can start reprogramming our mind to create a new story that is in alignment with the life that we desire to live so to put it in simpler terms fight or flight is going to dysregulate your nervous system which is going to block your manifestations because our body is only focused on survival. It's only focused on the bare minimum, which is to run. But when we take a triggering belief and we become triggered, and then we use our tools to regulate our nervous system, our manifestations start to come easy and fast as fuck because there's nothing in the way. There's nothing blocking us. When we finally get our bodies out of the fight or flight mode and our bodies are no longer focused on survival, we have more energy to be able to manifest our desires. And I know some people are not willing to give up their warm showers, which I 100% agree. I am not giving up my warm showers and I don't. I definitely take my warm shower first for a very long time and then I do my cold shower and seal in the deal. Ritual number six is to send so much gratitude to the universe every time you get a sign. I am a firm believer in angel numbers and getting signs from the universe. And I ask for signs daily and see angel numbers all of the damn time. Like, I just get so confused sometimes by the universe because I will see 111, 222, 333, 444, like all of the numbers all the way till 999 in the same day. And it's like, universe, I'm a little overwhelmed. Like, this is a lot. You're giving me a lot of signs right now, a lot of different signs. I feel a little, um, it feels like you're giving me mixed signals. <laughs> but regardless, I feel like the universe is giving me mixed signals. I say the same mantra every single time I see an angel number, whether it's in my head or out loud. And what I say is thank you so much universe 
for giving me this sign. Thank you so much, universe, for giving me the sign that I need and supporting me in this human experience. Because there is literally an entire spirit team, an entire spirit team, an entire universe of spirits working overtime to make your life as fun, happy, and pleasurable as possible. They are literally working for you. Thank them. Ritual number seven is future self journaling. This is something that I use when I feel intuitively called to. It's definitely not something that I do every single day. I would even say I do it once a week, honestly. Like, I really just do this intuitively. And the way that I do it when I do do it is I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And then I will write down three affirmations. And then I'll journal out like a day in my life, a day in the life of the rich and that bitch version of me. And the way that this might look like for me would be like, good morning, universe. I am so happy to be living another day in my dream life. I woke up this morning filled with so much energy as I always do. And I put on this QAF matching set before I headed out to my living room and opened up my remote controlled curtains to my floor to ceiling windows. I was happily greeted by the sunshine that came beaming through my windows as I did my morning routine. And I pretty much just write until it feels good. Like, I don't give myself like a page because I heard people do like morning pages before, which is something that I actually learned in my certification program, which is like you write down like three pages of stuff, but like you don't stop writing until you finish the three pages. I don't really vibe with that. I I love doing things intuitively and I just I just stop when I stop. And yeah, I just write until it feels good for me to stop. And usually my journaling session will match what I visualize. And usually I visualize like a day in the life. So usually like I'll write down what I saw during my visualization, which I don't think I mentioned. So if I didn't, so sorry, I'm including it on this one. But yeah, this doesn't have to be super detailed because I believe I talked about this on a prior episode that there are people that get overwhelmed by the details. There are people that love the details. Just do what's best for you and what works for you. So if the details overwhelm you, don't get super detailed. And if the details really light you up, do that. Ritual number eight is a pretty quick and easy one, which is to stack your habits together. And I think this is such an underrated hack to being more motivated and productive that more people don't take advantage of. Like if you can do it together, do it. Go on your hot girl walks and listen to your walking meditations or reading and listening to your subliminals so you can reprogram your subconscious mind or listening to your favorite podcast while you're cooking dinner, meditating while you're waiting for your food to cool down, journaling while your coffee is brewing. Work smarter and not harder. This is going to be key for you if you're one of those people that feel like you don't have enough time in there in your day and you feel like you cannot manifest because you feel like you have to carve out so much time in your day. Because let's be 100% honest, when we're waiting for our coffee to cool down or we're waiting for our dinner to cool down, Whatever it is that is creating these idle short periods of time, we are going to spend it doing things that are not in alignment with us, like scrolling on TikTok or stressing about what's going on the next day at work or stressing about a bill that just came in the mail. So why not be more intentional with that time and infuse it with rituals that are going to create and allow us to have a different reality? Ritual number nine is so potent and so easy, and it is to ask yourself this one question, what would the version of you who was already living the life of your dreams do? I literally ask myself this question for everything. 
if I'm going to wear something, if I'm going to go out, if I plan on hanging out with friends, if I plan on making a post online and posting on social media, if I plan on making a podcast episode, ask yourself, what does that version of you wear? What does she spend her time doing? What does she eat? Get clear on exactly who she is and how she lives her life, what type of thoughts she has, what type of behavior she has, how she takes action. Get clear on who she is and throughout the day, ask yourself these questions. What would the rich and that bitch, which is what I call my future self, version of me do? What would she wear? Would she take this job? Would she stay in this relationship? Would she wake up at six o'clock in the morning? Would she sleep in every every morning? Would she start this business? And once you get clear on exactly who she is and how you can infuse her into your daily routine, start making those small shifts throughout your day to really start acting, thinking, and behaving like that version of you. Because once we start acting and behaving like that version of us, we start to shift our identity. And if you remember from our last episode, real sustainable and lasting change begins in an identity level. So if the rich and that bitch version of you gets her nails done every two weeks without fail, go get your nails done. And if you are in a place right now where you feel like you cannot budget in getting your nails done, do your nails at home. If she's walking into Chanel stores and buying handbags, go to a Chanel store. Go look around and look at handbags. If your dream car is a G-Wagon or whatever car it is, go test drive it. Go ride around in it. If you're manifesting a new wardrobe, which is something that I'm actually manifesting right now, go in your closet and toss out whatever doesn't serve you. Toss the clothes that don't fit you. Make space for the new wardrobe. Because the rich and that bitch version of me is not hanging onto clothes hoping that one day it'll fit. She's not hanging onto clothes that have rips and holes all over it. And she's not holding onto clothes that she knows no longer serves her. So start shifting, start becoming her, and your manifestations will start pouring in. Ritual number 10 is movement. And movement has been one of those things in my life that I have never really done consistently. And now reflecting back on it, I could never be consistent because all of my reasons for wanting to move my body were just not in alignment with my highest self. Like I wanted to work out because I wanted to lose weight because I wasn't feeling very confident in my new body since having a baby. And I wanted to lose weight because I thought that I needed the external validation and just approval from society and social media. And I tried everything under the sun. I tried going to the gym. I tried even playing Just Dance and Ring Fit at one point. And every single day, I was just focused on losing the weight and nothing else. And after a few days, I would just give up. But just recently, I had this epiphany that I was putting way too much pressure on movement and how I should be doing it, what I need to do, and just having all of these limiting beliefs. Like one of the limiting beliefs that I had that I didn't realize was that I thought I needed to be a gym rat to hit my weight loss goals. And instead of trying to change who I am and force myself to do movement that I already know I do not enjoy because I do not like going to the gym, I do not enjoy like doing like really intensive workouts I allowed myself to find out what type of movement I do like which I love walking I am definitely a hot girl walk type of girl and the rich and that bitch version of me is going on her hot girl walks every morning and when I tell you every time I do a visualization meditation which is pretty much every single morning I am always visualizing myself going on a hot girl walk 
going on a hot girl walk, going to the flower shop, getting myself a bunch of flowers, romanticizing my life. But the shift that I had to make was realizing that I don't necessarily want to lose weight. And I think that is the reality for a lot of us that we focus on weight loss, but we don't really want to lose weight. What we really want is to feel happy, to feel healthier, to feel energized, to feel confident. And yes, we still have our weight loss goals. But instead of focusing on the number on the scale, we can put our focus on the feelings that we want to feel and the happiness we want to feel, the energized feeling we want, the confidence that we want, instead of just focusing on the number. Because when we start to focus on the feelings we want to feel, we can start to cultivate those feelings and cultivate those feelings on purpose. Just the other day, I got this intuitive download to buy a walking pad. And I did, and I got it for such a steal because I was expecting to pay at least like $200. And then I found this promo code that I got it for actually $50 extra off. And it was such a steal. I believe it ended up coming up to like $147 with tax on Amazon Prime. So I'm currently so excited because I'm waiting for that to come in the mail now and manifested $50 off on the coupon. So we love that. And back to the original thought, sometimes the missing piece to our manifestations is because our body is not in it. Because sometimes our mind is in it, we're doing everything right, but yet we're not moving our bodies to get our bodies into the manifestation. So a little tip to make movement more fun, more enjoyable, more pleasurable is to one, stop doing things that you already know you don't enjoy. If walking is your thing, if running is your thing, if doing weightlifting is your thing, that's great for you. Do that. Do what makes you feel good and what works for you. And then add fun and joy to it. Make movement fun and pleasurable. Add your favorite drink to your routine so you have something to look forward to. Create a playlist full of songs that make you feel good and music that allows you to tap into the energy to what it is that you desire. And anyone that's been following me from the beginning and you're an OG follower knows that I've been wanting to move to California for a while. It is on my vision board. It is forever going to be on my vision board because I feel so intuitively called to California. And for some reason, the song Malibu by Miley Cyrus literally makes me feel like I am living in California. And this is someone that's never been to California. I don't know what it feels like yet. Never lived there. But yet I feel like I am living in California when I am playing that song. Because the way that that song makes me feel on a cellular level, like deep in my cells, that I am living in California is insane. So make it fun. Play songs that remind you of your dream reality. Play songs that make you feel energized and make you feel good. Play songs that make you feel like the baddest bitch in the room. And it doesn't have to be songs. I've always vibed with music. I just feel like music nourishes my soul. So that's what I'm talking about right now. But if it feels good for you and it works for you and it makes you feel like you are living in your dream reality, use whatever that is. I'm also really loving the cold shower challenge and just doing challenges in general with you guys. So let me know if you guys want to do like a movement challenge where we challenge yourself to move our body in a way that feels good for 15 days because I think that will be so good. So I have a tip for all you hotties that stayed for the entire episode and I really think this is underrated and something that I've actually never heard anybody talk about before, which is to start labeling everything as a manifestation. I think it has become too normalized that manifestation equals luxury. And yes, manifestation can be luxurious and if that's the type of life you want, that's what you should be getting. But manifestation is not always G-wagons and first class flights and trips to Bali. In reality, 
we are manifesting everything in our lives. Somebody paying for your coffee is a manifestation. Finding a penny on the ground is a manifestation. Getting a coupon is a manifestation. Finding your favorite snack on sale is a manifestation. Finding a parking spot at Target at the front of the store because uh, if you know, you know. If you go to Target, you know it is hard to find a front parking spot. When we start to shift and see everything as something that we have manifested, we will stop questioning our ability to be able to manifest because if we can manifest one thing, we can manifest anything. The same process that we use to manifest a penny on the ground is the same process that we are going to use to manifest a million dollars. The only difference is now we are consciously using manifestation and intentionally using it to create our dream reality. All right, so let's do a quick recap on all the rituals. So ritual number one is gratitude. Ritual number two is using the five minutes before bed and after waking up to reprogram your subconscious mind. Three is visualization. Four is infusing your water with intentions. Five, take a cold shower. Six, sending gratitude to the universe. Seven, future self journaling. Eight, stacking your habits together. Nine, asking yourself what would the rich and that bitch version of me do? And the bonus tip is labeling everything as a manifestation. This episode was so good. I feel like I went on a lot of little rants, a lot of little tangents, but it's cool. It's fine. I feel like this episode was still really fucking good. And I hope that you guys love this episode because I I really truly had so much fun making it. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Join the fun over on Instagram at the Nadine Martinez and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.